Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your health and fitness, mindset and body from where you are to being unstoppable. And today, in the theme this year that we're continuing with to get your health and fitness in the best possible position that it's ever been in your entire life in 2021, we're out of the kitchen from yesterday and the last couple of days. And today I want to talk about productivity. Now, why is that so important? Well, one of the single biggest reasons that I hear from people as to why they can't achieve what it is that they want to achieve is time. I don't have time for that. I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to prepare my meals. I don't have time to uh, you know, do whatever it is that is going to help them get the result that they want. They just make up this story that they don't have the time. Now, the reality is that we all have the same time. It's just how we utilize that time that really makes the difference. So this is where efficiency, productivity comes into it. So today I'm gonna walk you through the techniques that I use and the techniques that I teach my clients so that they can get more out of their day. Now, no surprise, that what have we done the last couple of days? I've set you up for success in the kitchen with some really simple fundamental steps that you can take at home to completely revolutionize your eating. Now, I get that the things that I told you may not be rocket science, but the number of people that I show those videos to or have a discussion with, or they're in my kitchen, I show them my freezer, and just that one image is like, boom, a big moment for them because as easy it may seem to prepare your meals and put them in your freezer and take out one shelf of your freezer so you can stack more containers high and get the right size containers and you know make up things on the weekend and do all those sorts of stuff. Most people don't do this. And I didn't used to do it either. And it's only since I've been doing it now for almost a decade that it completely changed my life. I was making maybe a few meals that I'd have left over in the freezer, but I wasn't purposefully taking out time to make those meals, to put them in the freezer so that they were ready for me to go in a snap. Because that is what's really, really important. So let me talk you through a couple of the things that I like to, to do when it comes to setting myself up for success each day and getting more out of my day. So the first thing I like to call is my daily success outcomes. Now you've possibly heard me talk about this before if you're a long-term listener. If you haven't, then what I like to do either at the end of a day or at the start of the next day, the very first thing is I set myself up with something I call daily success outcomes. Now, I've just got a little app in my phone. You can use notes or whatever, but this is a diary type one. It's just a free app that I use. And I put the heading daily success outcomes and I will list down preferably no more than four things that I want to achieve today. Now, they're not like go do the shopping, do a workout, uh, you know, post the mail um, if I ever post mail anymore, you know, pick up dry cleaning, that sort of stuff. It's not a to-do list. It's more meaningful things to me things that are going to be when I stop and look at the end of the day and I look back and I say, if I've achieved those four things, has this been a really great day for me? So that's the test that I say. So for instance, I could do all those things I just said, but at the end of the day, not feel like it's been a great day because I set a standard for myself that says, 
I want to be productive. I want to get outcomes. I want to grow my business. I want to grow myself. So they might be things like, um, you know, like one I had yesterday was completing um, all the marketing material for my latest eight-week challenge. Okay, that was a really important one because why did that go on the list? Well, I know that if I don't get it out this week, it gives about, I've found the sweet spot for the marketing of this stuff is about two weeks out because people are kind of still in holiday, it's mid-January, people are sort of in holiday mode, they're sort of ready to make a commitment to something else uh, in, in terms of their health and fitness. So I find that two weeks is a sweet spot. So if I missed it, Today, then we're on the weekend, tomorrow, and like doing the weekend is never a good thing. So then we're at Monday, and then we're less, we're like 10 days out or so, and that's not a, a great spot to be. So I needed to get that done. Um, another thing that I might put on there from time to time is to really connect with my children, and it might be one more than the other on a particular day. Um, I've got two teenage daughters, and uh, one of the, the challenges that I've got right now, so being a single dad, um, where, I mean, I co-parent with their mum uh, really quite well, but they're half the time here, half the time there. Um, I don't see them all the time. And um, both of them have different challenges at the moment. Uh, so it's important for me as a dad that I want to connect with them. And so well, a good example of this is a couple of weeks ago, I asked my eldest daughter, who's 15, um, she looked down, as in, you know, she was looking like she was not upset, but just a little bit sad and just out of it. And I guess sometimes that's tiredness, but I also know her well enough to know that that's not always the case. And I said to her, is anything wrong? And she said no, and she kind of looked down and said it with a bit of a smile, a bit teary, which says that's code dad for yes, there's something wrong. And so, you know, I spent a little bit of time with her, asked her, um, she didn't tell me. Um, but she started to laugh and, you know, we had a little um, fun time together. But obviously there was something troubling her at the time. So I said to her, look, can you answer me this honestly? I said, if there was ever something wrong, would you tell me? And she said, no. I'm like, oh, wow. You know, we raise our kids with these values and hoping that if they're ever in trouble or there's something that they want to talk about, that they're open to talking about it. But I also get, because I tested this with my, <clears throat> my female clients, and I, um, I had a group session, I think there was about six of them all together, and I asked them the same question, and each one said the same thing. I said, so do you think that your daughters, teenagers, are more likely to tell you something as opposed to their dad? And they said, yeah, absolutely. So I thought, okay, I get that. So what do I do as a dad? Well, I said to their mum, I said, look, this is the conversation we had. I said, maybe you can start to have some different conversations with the girls because maybe they're more likely to tell you some things that they're more comfortable talking to you about uh, than talking to me about. And so one of my outcomes on particular days is to make sure I really connect. Like if I know one of them is down, I'll say, okay, I need to make sure that I connect. So I'll do something that's fun with her. So that's a really important thing for me because these next couple of years, I'm really devoting to um, the kids and making sure that I'm supporting them through their schooling and just they're finding their place in the world. So that's an important one for me. And if I can do that by the end of the day, 
you can understand as a parent if you've connected really well with your uh, either one or both of your kids and that feels really good. Um, so that's another one for me. Uh, sometimes it might be if I've, uh, I don't know, let's, okay, let's go back a little bit. After I have my shoulder surgery, a success outcome uh, for me on a particular day might be to get through a workout without feeling pain. And that is a really big outcome for me on, at that particular time because it was a sign that my body's healing, my body's improving. Yes, I'm getting back on track. So you've got the idea. Obviously, there's some business ones in there. There's some health and fitness ones. So if we just spoke, uh, focus on health and fitness for a moment, it might be, so I coach people to get six meals a day in. So um, for many people, that can be a bit of a struggle. So maybe a success outcome for uh, some of my clients could be eating six highly nutritious meals off the meal plan. And if they're doing that consistently, that's a great outcome because I know that they're going to get the results through their body. Uh, that way. So uh, another one might be um, if you struggle with your sleep, it might be to get to six, six and a half, seven hours of high quality sleep. And that could be a great outcome because you've had problems sleeping before. So there are many, many different ones that you can come up with. It's the point is, it's about what is an outcome to you. Now, believe it or not, this is going to be a struggle for you to kind of grasp, but you're intelligent, so I, I get that you'll get it. Um, you're in the top 1% of what it is that you do. So you're a high performer. But I work with some people that are really struggling. Uh, some people that are, are maybe battling some mental health issues, uh, depression, a whole range of different things. Um, OCD, ADD, you know, a whole range of different mental health issues. And so for some people, getting out of bed is a success outcome. Doing the vacuuming can be a success outcome. Now you and I might say, you just get out of vacuum, just jump out of bed and bang, I get straight into it because I love what it is that I'm doing. But not everybody is in that place yet. So it takes time, doesn't it, to get them to that right place. So you've got the idea, set yourself up each day with what your success outcomes are. Now I say no more than four, because if you've got four really good ones, and they'll get bigger and juicier the more you practice this, and I wasn't good at it straight away, but if you get four juicy ones, then that's gonna pretty much occupy your whole day. If you get those done, then wow, anything else is just a bonus. All right, so the next thing is I want you to think about, remember we're talking about productivity, I want you to think about creating a list of all of those things that you can do whilst you're on the go or whilst there are breaks in the day or you know just finding a better way to do it so for instance it might be a case of uh, you do a bit of driving so right now i don't do anywhere near as much driving as i used to because of covid and the restrictions and everything and the girls are on school holidays still so um, there's no school but for instance, when I'm driving, the, uh, so I do most of the, the drop-offs and pickups of school for, uh, with the kids. So it can be, with school traffic, a 20-minute drive one way, 20-minute drive coming back. So that's 40 minutes. I do that twice a day. That's 80 minutes. That's an hour and 20 minutes. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't just afford to take an hour and 20 minutes out of my day and not do something with that time because time is too precious. 
So what I'll often do is I might record a podcast. I might record my Rob Evans 365 podcast. I tend not to do this one, but I might do that. I send voice memos. I, um, I use Siri to send messages uh, to people. Like if I get a bunch of messages around school pickup time or whatever, or I need to reach out to people, then I will do that through that time. Um, I will also uh, send some voice memos via Messenger and like people that I want to catch up with or people that I'm trying to organize interviews with for podcasts, I might send them a, um, a, a quick message. So what I do before I get in the car, I'm thinking about what are those things that I can be doing while I've got this 80 minutes. Now, in some ways it's only 40 because I use the 20 minutes when the kids are with me in the car, I use that as connection time. Now, sometimes that works well and sometimes it's a disaster because the kids are tired and they don't want to talk to me and all that kind of stuff and that's fine. So I will find something else to do with that time and sometimes it's just being quiet and just chilling in the car because things are tense or whatever. Um, But you've got the idea. Looking for when you're driving around, if you've got people in the car, what can you do with that time? If there's no one in the car, what can you be doing? I'm listening to podcasts. I'm listening to programs which might be on CD or downloadable version, um, uh, you know, like streaming type uh, things. Um, You could be uh, learning a language, for instance. Maybe this is a time that you can start to give back a little bit to yourself. You might be learning a language. You might be, uh, you know, studying uh, expertise in another area and you're listening to things, um, you know, recordings and, and that kind of stuff. Uh, think about what it is that you can be doing. Maybe it's having meetings with your staff. Maybe, often I will organize a meeting with maybe somebody I haven't caught up with in a while and I'll, arrange a, I'll just call them or arrange a phone chat while I'm driving so that I'm making the best use of that time because I don't, like if I'm chatting to a friend or something like during the week and I'm, I'm just really conscious of making sure that I'm using my time efficiently. I know this can sound a bit awful but I don't want to be talking to my friends during the work hours because that's my time to be focused on doing things that are are really important during that time of the day Um, so if while I'm driving I've got the time then that's when I'll do it then Um, another one might be let's say that you're at the gym so in my studio I'm in my studio right now I'm looking at all this equipment I could be on the treadmill for instance and I might be just doing a walk on a particular day because like today outside, the wind's blowing a gale and it's raining right now. So I might be on the gym, uh, sorry, on the treadmill in the gym, just doing a walk. Again, that could be a time to arrange for a meeting, catching up with people, you know, whatever. Think about what you could be doing. Create a list of all of those things that you could be doing. Then what I want you to do is create a list of those things that you really need to stop doing right now. And this one can be a challenging one because you can think, well, only I can do that, so I can't give that task to anyone else. But just bear with me and go through the task. And you need to use a pen and paper or your computer or something and just write a list because you won't remember them all of all of those things that you really feel that you should be stopping doing or challenge yourself to stop them. Here's the thing, there may be things that you are doing that you can just stop and it won't make any difference. So I want you to evaluate 
certain things that you do and see whether it does make a difference. I mean, for instance, for me, there are some days where I don't post maybe for a couple of days, unless it's a scheduled one and my staff have you know, scheduled them, that I might not post on social media for a few days. It doesn't have an impact immediately on whether I pick up a client or not. Because believe it or not, most of my clients aren't coming to me via Facebook. They're coming to me via Google, via my websites, um, via um, some via referral, uh, but not a lot, but some, most of them are coming through a Google search because you type in, um, say, health and fitness or personal trainer or whatever, and my suburb, I come up as number one. Uh, so does that mean I should stop posting on social media? No, because I need to make sure that I'm still building my brand and um, putting out content and all that kind of stuff because that's just the way that people are communicating more and more now, whereas opposed to 10 years ago, I'd be emailing everything. But what do I stop doing? Well, I need to stop doing all the posts myself. So what I do is I create the content and give it to someone else to schedule and post so that I don't have to worry about it. That's what happens most of the time. And then every now and then, if I just want to post something at random, um, then I will just you know, take a photo or do whatever and create a post on that. I can, but that's on top of the ones that are scheduled. So that's something that I needed to stop doing because I was finding I was wasting a lot of time doing it and not enjoying it. But maybe there's some other things. And think about how you're spending your time around the home. Maybe it's you get a gardener to cut the grass. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Maybe that gives you back an hour a day, an hour a week, or however, certainly this time of the year here, our grass needs to be cut an hour a week. Um, or sorry, a day a week. Maybe it's to do with cooking. Maybe it's to do with uh, your housework. You know, maybe there are plenty of things right now that you could be outsourcing to someone else rather than you doing it and using your time more productively to focus on your health and fitness, your business, spending time with your kids, whatever it is. The point is that it's your time and then you can use that to do something else. But remember back to what I said at the start. So many people say that they can't achieve their health and fitness goals because they don't have time to do whatever. Go to the gym, do a workout every day, uh, whether it's be you know, some walking or a strength workout, making their meals, cooking dinner, preparing lunches for kids, uh, whatever it is. People will just say that they don't have time for it. So this is a way to give you more time. So then once you've done all of those things, I want you to evaluate with your stop doing list. Things that you are doing right now, evaluate what are the results that you're getting from it, like I said with the Facebook one, but maybe you're doing some things right now that you really don't need to do. So one of the, th uh, the simple things that I used to do was constantly look at my emails years ago. I would constantly look at my emails every day, uh, well sorry, all throughout the day because you know, you've got that little little ping that goes off your email. I was like, oh gee, I better have a look at that. Uh, now I'm getting, like, even today, I would have had over 100 emails today. And a lot of them are spam, a lot of them are just reminders. But if I was looking at that constantly, then that would drive me nuts and I would get nothing done. So what I do is I check it about three times a day, sometimes two, just to see am I getting leads in, do they need to be handled, etc., etc. Um, so go through that process as well. Evaluate what you're doing. 
evaluate the results of what you're doing. And that will help affirm whether, yeah, I need to stop doing this or delegate it, outsource it or stop it. But the point is move it on from you to free up that time. Here's the thing. I would guarantee that I could probably work with anyone's schedule and find at least an hour to three hours a day. This is off the typical person to give them back more time based on what it is that they do because we're not good time managers. We're not good users of our time so we can do it better. And the last thing is that once you've worked out your daily successes and um, those key things that you really want to get done. They're the things that need to go on your, your schedule immediately, in your calendar. I just use Google Calendar. Schedule them immediately. Block out the time and maybe add a little bit extra time. Uh, I find that quite often I can underestimate how long something is going to take. If it's a marketing piece, for instance, uh, you know, one thing will lead to another and I realize, oh man, that's connected to you know, this document and this and this, man, I better fix that up as well. So that campaign I was talking about, um, I had um, eight landing pages to fix up, just to update. And then I'd finished that and thought, right, it's good to go. And then I realized that there's an automated welcome sequence that is attached to that. And that has, um, well, actually there's a, first of all, there is a, a lead funnel Uh, email sequence that's got five emails in it and then there's a welcome sequence that's got three emails in it so all of a sudden I had all this extra work to do that I forgot that I had to do that as well and then I had to update the entry form and all of those things so that one probably took me an extra hour and a half more than I thought it was going to so add a little bit extra in there but put the key things in there schedule in the key outcomes for the day And as time goes by, you'll get better at managing your time. But here's the thing. You've got to manage your schedule. Manage your time in sticking to it. If you are not, like if you don't have enough time, then go to your schedule and say, oh yeah, gosh, I don't have enough time here. You either stop it and immediately plan to put that time somewhere else in the day or tomorrow, or you move something else around. If you, you know, you must finish this thing off right now if that's going to be more efficient, then push something else out a little bit, reschedule it so that you can get this thing done. And this is what's really good about only giving yourself a few small, well, sorry, a small number of big items. That's what makes it really powerful at the end of the day. It's just like, wow, yeah, that felt really good to be able to do those things. So that's the way that I approach it. And that's how I've been able to get more done. Now, you do have, con- have to condition yourself to each day doing this process. Even on the weekends, I do it. And yes, there could be less on there on the weekend. I mean, I work every day, but it's different when I'm with the kids. Uh, so I'll, I'll have different things on there. But I'll still put things on there that I want to be able to achieve. Uh, but they might be different. They might be... Um, like more family orientated things but why do I do it because it's the focus it shifts my focus to what's important for the household what's important to me to get done and most people will always put their health and fitness about number three or four in their list of priorities and it needs to come up to number one and 
One of the key elements of doing that is making sure you've got enough time. How do we make sure we've got enough time? Well, we need to be productive with the time that we have got. We need to manage it differently. And the only way to do that is if we keep practicing it. We have to practice productivity, practice efficiency. And the more that we do it, the better we get. And guess what? We find the more time we've got. And you know that saying where if you want something done, give it to the busy person? That's so true. Because the person that doesn't have anything to do has no timeline. They have no schedule about or urgency to get it done now because it needs to because I've got to get on to that next thing. So you just become better and better at your time. Now, if you're struggling to find the right amount of time to do all the things that are required to achieve the ultimate health and fitness and body that you want from the workouts to the meal preparation to eating the food and doing all that, I know it can sound like a lot, but if you break this down into small chunk-sized pieces, it's really not. So we're about to head into the weekend and... Um, Maybe I'll do another podcast on this uh, in the future. But on the, over the weekend, I use the weekend to prepare meals. Like I showed you in the kitchen the other day, I prepare batches of food so that it can go in the freezer and like for my dinner tonight, for my breakfast in the morning, it's all there, ready to go. I don't have to think about it apart from opening the freezer and which one am I going to pick. But I know that before I go to bed, I pick the one that I want cooking extra veggies, doing all those things, making sure I've got my workout schedule, not over-exercising. Like right now I'm doing four strength workouts a week and I walk on the other days. But on the other days I'm walking for maybe 20 minutes um, and that's it. That's all I'm doing. So I love what I do, but I don't want to spend my whole life exercising. I want to have a focus session get the work done, push myself hard, get that mental health release as well from doing it, and then move on. The older we get, the more time we need to recover as well. So that's why I'll be moving shortly from the start of Feb back to three sessions a week as I drive hard this year to get an even better level of health and fitness and a better body this year compared to last year. And last year has been my best body ever. So how do we beat that? Well, we just go bigger this year. We set some bigger goals, adding on at least four kilos of muscle for me this year means working hard, but it means being focused and having a very, very specific plan about how to get there. And guess what? I've got my own strength and conditioning coach as well to help keep me accountable. Yeah, I know how to do it, but it's about having someone to be accountable to. So productivity is your key to success with so many areas of your life. In the context of today, let's use that time to spend more time in the kitchen to prepare your meals, to spend that extra time doing some more sessions in the, uh, you know, in the gym, working out, walking, whatever it is, so that you can have the body that you want. Maybe it's spending some more time reading and growing your mindset. Here's a great read for you, Awaken the Sexy Within. Read that one. Highly recommended. That's my book, just in case you didn't know. All right. So go forth, conquer, be productive. If you want to get in touch with me, go to the mental toughness and body show.com. Opt in for a free consultation there. I'd love to connect with you and have a conversation. And maybe one day you could be a guest on this show too. 
Stay safe. I'll see you tomorrow.